Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to season two of She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Kimberly Lane. Kimberly began her career in educational technology 11 years ago, gaining experience teaching students in grades K through 12 in Mississippi and Texas. In the latter part of her years in education, she also served as a campus technology coordinator. Kimberly is currently a district blended learning specialist in Texas. She also served as a technology consultant for Schoolhouse 21 since 2011, technology consultant for Educate Texas, facilitator for Code.org, the Dallas, Texas City Lead for Black Tech Women, and she served as a guest computer science consultant for Global Academic Technology Essentials Teacher Institute at Mississippi State University. In 2016, she was selected as the third cohort of the TEDx Innovators, and she currently serves as the 2017-2018 ISTE Computer Science Network President. Kimberly earned a BA in Educational Technology a MED in secondary education, and a EDS in secondary education with a specialization in technology from Jackson State University. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Kimberly Lane. So Kim, I read your bio and I'm impressed by your many ventures in the STEM and education fields. We definitely need more representation in these areas. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am utterly excited about what everybody is doing in the entire world globally on trying to get everyone involved in STEM education. So um, I'm happy to be a part of it. Great, great. Yes, I'm excited as well. And I hope it continues and women continue to jump on board. Okay. So Kim, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I actually have been listening to some of your podcasts, so I'm excited to be on. It's, It's truly an honor. Awesome. Thank you. And thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Okay. So now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Kim? Oh, yes, wholeheartedly. Everybody has to be a leader, but I really think that growing up and the different experience you have, you're able to lead one another in in what type of whatever event that you're part of, you're able to be a leader. Yes, I agree. So Kim, can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? Oh my goodness. Um, I guess 
When I was a little girl, I just remember stepping up to the plate and my mom saying, you know, hey, you can't do this particular thing unless you have a job, unless you, you're able to produce um, an income. So I just remember taking the lead and being able to start my own kind of entrepreneur role in helping others learn how to use the computer. And so this was at the age of 13 or 14, I was able to just to become a leader in that standpoint. And so I really think that my mom had was played an integral part in that. But just becoming a leader has so many different definitions and meaning to it. But I just remember just a little girl being able to take that lead in, in becoming an entrepreneur and stepping out and understanding what I wanted to do as a actual um, an adult but I actually took part of it in the age of 13 or 14. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. So you became an entrepreneur as a teenager? Yes. And so, and it wasn't something that was spread worldwide because back then, you know, uh, the internet and social media wasn't as big as it is now. So when we say entrepreneur, I think at that time, I didn't realize what an entrepreneur meant, but that's just basically starting your own business and profiting and, and making your money. So I actually had a lot of people asking me, you know, how do I, how do I use Microsoft Word? How do I type a resume? How do I type a paper? How do I turn the computer? computer on. How do I use my pager? So yeah, pages were back then. I'm kind of telling my age. (laughs) So I started charging people for it. And so people would give me donations and, you know, saying, hey, if you, you know, help me, if you write my paper or assist me in writing my paper for me, you know, hey, you know, I'll give you $10. I'll give you $20. And so I kind of just started something that really I didn't know how big it was then, but I look back on it. I mean, I think it shaped me to who I am now. So yeah, most definitely. I think at at that time, I didn't know I was an entrepreneur, but that's just becoming a leader and taking your lead on things that what you want to do and taking charge of it. Yes, I totally agree. Thanks for sharing that. Okay. All right. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Kim, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? Oh my goodness. So just treating people how you want to be treated. And different leadership roles, you come across all types and walks of people. But I think the integral part of it is treating people how you want to be treated before you become a leader in whatever aspect you have to know that everyone is human. Everyone comes into contact with issues and positivity and negativity, but you have to step one is treating people how you want to be treated. That's just my golden rule just in life. Anytime issues come about, you have to kind of put yourself in that place, in that role and say, how would I want someone to treat me at that particular time? So that's my number one rule. Thanks for that. And yes, I totally agree. Treating people how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. It's a great uh, leadership skill to have and definitely a code to follow. So thanks for that. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Kim, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? 
Why am I viewing failure? I think that a lot of times we look at it as failures at that particular moment, but it's a lesson that I think you have to go through, a process that you have to go through in order to be able to succeed. So when you look at failure, sometimes it is the process that you are needing to go through at that particular time. So we look at it as failure as negativity but I don't necessarily view it as that way because of the fact that there's just a process. Just think about it. And I'm using this analogy and it's kind of weird when you're cooking a chicken, you know, when you're baking a chicken, sometimes, you know, you want to get the chicken out beforehand, but you have to wait through the process of it cooking in order for you to be able to eat an awesome baked chicken. But a lot of times we want this process to happen that we're going through so fast and we don't go through the failures or the process to cook beforehand. And so I just don't view failures as, as failures as we think of it as a negativity piece of it. Okay, thanks for that. And I like that analogy with the chicken, right? You can't rush your food, else you might get salmonella or get sick. So right. you can't. <laughs> you right, can't I mean, you just, and it, it, it's such a crazy analogy, but I mean, you just think about it. You know, when you're baking a chicken, you have to have through that process. It might look done on the outside, but it's not done on the inside. And so that's kind of what life has to play as well. Okay. Thanks for that. I like that. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So Kim, can you share with us one time that you failed as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Sure. I failed so many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me think of one that I, that I actually can't remember. Most definitely, I think just in the classroom. In the classroom, a lot of times you have this awesome idea and you think it's going to work well. And then all of a sudden your kids are like, uh, this sucks. This is not good. So I think just in the classroom, trying to bring out a new objective, a new goal for my students. I failed so many times because of the fact that not that I didn't prepare or not that it wasn't a good way of a good form. It was just the fact that I needed to look at the outcome more and basically trying to think about exactly what was going on. So that's just a failure that I remember just being a new teacher in the classroom. But I don't think of it as a negativity point. I look at it as being where I needed to process. I needed to get that experience behind myself. And so I know that's not like a actual point of a failure, but just being able to be new in a role and just trying something new and it just doesn't work out that well, I think was my failure in the classroom, but I needed to process. I needed to cook in that particular time to become who I am now. Okay. All right. And yes, I can understand how, you know, when you try something and it doesn't work out the way you envisioned it, that can be seen in your head as a failure, you know, and then in twofold, at least you're trying, right? Because you don't know what works or doesn't work unless you actually try to do it. Right. But when you look back on it, you're able to say that, use that experience and make it better. Exactly. So you needed to go through that process. You needed to go through that, I quote, failure for you to be able to make whatever you're doing right and make it perfect. Yep, I agree. Thanks for that. Okay, so Kim, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Oh my goodness, it is... (laughs) 
extremely hard as a woman in any field, I think, to succeed. Just to even be mediocre with someone, it is extremely hard, especially for a woman of color. You have to somewhat do more than your counterpart, which shouldn't be, especially in this day and age, but it is just what it is. I think it is extremely hard and we have to work. You have to do more than what the other person is doing. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes, I do agree that women have their separate struggles apart from men and then women of color have their separate struggle apart from other women. So I I definitely can agree with that. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Kim, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Become organized. That is just a quote failure that I have <laughs> come across come across in just my time in up and coming a leader is becoming organized. In productivity, you have to know how to, whatever you're trying to produce, whatever you're trying to get done, you have to do it in an orderly and timely fashion. So becoming organized, and there are awesome apps that are out there that you can use to become organized. I mean, you have like virtual assistants, which I think are awesome, that I just really didn't even know existed. Just planners in that particular instant is just the first step And that's like a baby step because we probably think that everybody should be organized and, you know, but a lot of times we procrastinate with things as well. So just becoming organized as well. Okay. Yes, I totally agree. Being organized is a great productivity tip and it is one of my pain points as well. So I can relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Kim, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? An experience that blessed my leadership is being able to interact with mentors along the way. I think that has blessed my life because a lot of times when we're in new roles or if we're in our old role, someone has already been through that. It's nothing new under the sun, as my mom would say. So I interact with my mentors and I have three of them that are in every aspect of the part of my leadership, kind of the cycle. And so I have to make sure that I consult with them in everything that I do in in my professional role, in my, you know, in my personal role. Um, I have to have a mentor and I think they have blessed me to get to where I am now because I'm able to take their experiences and what did not work and what worked well for them to mature into the person that I am today. So I just think just my mentors have blessed my life. Okay. Thanks for that. I totally agree with the concept of having mentors or people in your corner. Now, you mentioned you have three different mentors, I guess, for three different areas that you need in your life. Can you just give us a high level in case people... Yes. So for instance, when I was an an educator, I have a mentor that was actually an educator with me, but she had basically been in that role for 30 years. So I was able to use her as a mentor, as a guide on what I needed to do in the classroom, outside of the classroom. I also have a mentor that's basically a life coach that has just helped me with life. 
And she has basically been able to just help me in different aspects that I've come across in the world. And also my mentor is my mom. So she's been throughout everything. So I just take that as a, as a personal mentor and being able to just, just life happens. And so there are a lot of life lessons that you have to learn, but you don't have to learn them by yourself. So I use my mom as an awesome mentor to be able to help me just with life. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes. And I totally agree. And I agree. Those are three great areas to seek advice and have someone just help you along the way. Cause I agree with your mom and that's one of my sayings too. There's nothing new over the sun, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing changes, but the players, the game stays the same. So it's just yes. trying to figure that game out. Yes. Hey. Yes. All right. So Kim, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Hmm, I've seen, I've, I've heard so much advice, especially <laughs> from my mentors. But the best thing, and I, and I kind of already have, have reiterated this, but the best advice is to do what you want to do in life and don't worry about the naysayers. There's always going to be someone that says, oh, Kim, I don't think that's going to work out. But if you are dreaming and you want to be whatever you want to be or you want to do whatever you want to do, do that. Dream it, learn how to achieve it, and do it. And never worry about the naysayers because there's always going to be a naysayer anywhere in whatever aspect you are you have in your life. And just don't be afraid. That's the biggest thing I think sometimes, especially as women, we're afraid to take that leap of faith. We're afraid to go out and do what we want to do. I think you should be able to not be afraid and do it. And if there is a failure that happens, learn from it and go forward. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes, I do agree. That is great advice. Don't worry about the naysayers and just keep pushing. So mm -hmm. always keep pushing. Thank you. Okay, so you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? <laughs> I was good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? So you can reach me at Ask a Techno Girl, any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Ask a Techno Girl, and it's A S K A. T-E-C-H-N-O girl. And so you can also follow my blog. It is a women's empowerment, all things STEM. I also have awesome computer science resources on there. And that website is www.askatechnogirl.com. You also can reach me by email at askatechnogirl at gmail.com. So it's all things Ask a Techno Girl. Okay. All right, Kim. So thank you again for being our guest. We enjoyed hearing from you today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. No problem. I really enjoyed this interview with Kim. I love Kim's entrepreneurial spirit at such a young age. Deciding to charge for your talents and services is what entrepreneurs do. And Kim modeled this behavior as a teenager. Entrepreneur is derived from a French word meaning to undertake. 
undertake is defined as committing to and beginning. Looking back, Kim didn't realize how forward-thinking and courageous she was by stepping out and monetizing off of her knowledge. Yet, it felt right, so she marched forth. Successful leaders don't wait for opportunities. They create them. I admire Kim's acknowledgement of and appreciation for her three mentors. As Kim stated, there is nothing new under the sun. Thus, having people in your corner that have been there and done that helps to make life easier. Mentors give us the opportunity to learn from the insights, mistakes, and trials of others so we can be better equipped to handle the ups and downs of life. According to Kim, there are life lessons that we must learn, but we don't have to learn them alone. I can relate to Kim's battles with procrastination, as this is also an area I struggle in. Being able to admit our weaknesses and shortcomings makes us stronger people, and accepting ourselves lays the foundation for self-improvement. I appreciate Kim's advice to be more organized as a solution to help with procrastination, as I choose to be a solution-oriented individual. Focusing on the issue keeps me in the issue, while focusing on a solution allows me to overcome the issue and undertake the responsibilities before me. Leaders are solutions conscious. Israel Moore, Ivor. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Kim's best advice was to do what you want to do in life. Don't worry about the naysayers. Dream it, learn how to achieve it, and do it. Don't be afraid. My takeaway for this week is to just do it, as Nike would say. Pulling from the example of Colin Kaepernick, who decided to take a knee and has been criticized for it all along the way. Yet he persisted and now his diligence is paying off. When we are driven by passion, we are able to move forward with precision. I plan to just do it and will not allow myself or anyone else to get in the way. Your life has purpose. Your story is important. Your dreams count. Your voice matters. You were born to make an impact. Arthur Unknown. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. We want to hear from you. We would love to know your thoughts about leadership empowerment with Kimberly Lane. What did you learn? What did you agree with? What did you like? Or you can tell us what you did not like, what you do not agree with, or what you think should be changed. Go to Facebook at She Leads Podcast and let us know. Respondents will be entered into a random drawing for a Genius is Common t-shirt. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.